0: bags and we started running through the forest and like we're tripping over and i i specifically remember i fell over a branch as we're running and lights were shining through the woods and i was so scared to the point where i actually believed that i was going to be abducted at this point because i was convinced it was like a ufo
1: All right, so I believe I believe in ghosts. I believe in aliens. I believe they exist, but I don't know if they believe if I believe in aliens at the capacity that like they're coming here and probing us and all that kind of stuff. Um, what do you guys want to start with tonight? Do you want to talk about aliens first? Or do you want to talk about ghosts first? Because I feel like with the upcoming stuff coming in June, um, I kind of want to lean into aliens first i know you guys want you guys want to do that
0: i'm good i mean i'm 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 primed for the ufo i'm the ufo guy i think scott's more more of the so
1: yes i have two experts here i have scott the ghostologist from uh from somewhere and then i got josh the alienologist anyway so okay well i was like talking about people's experiences with this kind of stuff like um the only thing I ever had that was, like, really intense dealing with, like, any kind of alien thing was I saw Starlink last year without realizing that it was launched. And me and my wife were freaking out because we started seeing satellites, like, flying in a in a row. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? But then we figured out, like, the next day that Elon Musk launched, like, a shit ton of satellites in a row. The new internet. Yes. The new normal. But, um... Other than that, I haven't heard or seen anything, but when I was younger, I heard a horrific tale about you, Josh. And I heard it from a few different people around you. And I want to, um, we're here today to break and find out if this is true or false, if you guys are full of shit or if some intense shit went down on the beach one scary evening. So I hope you go into that story tonight. But oh, if you want to, if you want to start us off, Josh, that'd be great. But I do want to hear that story, unless that story is bullshit and just confess now.
0: No, in fact, <laughs> the story is very true. And there's actually days that go by where I'll think about what happened, and sometimes I, I think to myself, "Was that bullshit?" because <laughs> like, it was so. Surreal, and if something ever surreal happens to you, that tends to happen where you're just like, Did that actually happen? Why am I not fucked up from this? But, um, yeah, I'll get into that. But it's a very exciting time to be alive in June. For people who don't know, the US government's going to release everything they know on UFOs. Now, for the general public, that's probably gonna be a lot of bullshit because most of it will be redacted nonetheless that whatever they, they do know will be released. What I find interesting is the type of coverage we're getting, right? When you got UFO coverage back in the early 2000s and 2010s, it was a lot of like, oh, this is fun. It'd, get, it'd eat its little segment on the local news or n- national news even sometimes and lights over San Diego and just – You reach out to military, military gives a very general response, and that's that, right? Now, the reports you're seeing are very interesting, and they're very, they're just different. You're seeing national outlets, like huge national outlets, covering them seriously. And the information that the Pentagon is confirming, and the U.S. government, the Navy, everybody's confirming that these things, whatever they may be, are real. Um, and they don't know what they are. And I, would like to get into, are you, know, you talking,
1: different... are you talking about the tic-tac crafts?
0: There's a couple of those. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually something, this is a good time we're doing something just got released last week about, uh, they showed a video of one actually, um, diving into the ocean, caught on a uh, Navy ship. Um, and then apparently... I was getting some of the information. Um, it looks like what, what the stuff uh, that Jeremy Corbyn has been leaking this information, which apparently he has. That's the plan is to leak them before the the everything you're seeing leaked is going to be confirmed in the June report. That seems to be the um, the pattern that's been happening. It gets leaked and then confirmed by the Pentagon. Um, so Jeremy Corbyn has a lot of um, I would say validity at this point with this information so it looks like it seems something what got leaked was that the military has been encountering these things almost daily actually daily it said in the re, in the report for about 5 years or so daily
1: and, interactions with uh, unidentified it okay
0: and and it seems they have special interest in anything that has nuclear power now a lot of you can go to skeptics okay. will go to Well, this will be, well, that's a good question, but you know, skeptical too. Well, this obviously may be a foreign adversary, but the thing is, is that the technology, the, the speeds these things go at would literally kill you as a human being. It's the speeds. These things fly at are, we have no technology on the planet that can currently do this. And if a foreign country has this technology, I can't imagine they're only using that technology in drones. What a waste that would be. That type of technology could change the entire world. So I don't really necessarily buy the fact that it's a foreign country. So there's a story I actually want to bring up that, and I, I kind of want to get you guys' thought on this, but I wanna, I'm want to i going to tell you this guy's background first, all right? And then I'm going to read you the story that all major news outlets publish. Seriously, this wasn't a joke, right? All right, this guy, his name is um, Haim Eshed, okay? I'm going to give you this guy's career, right? He holds a bachelor's degree in electronics engineering from Technion, a master's degree, and a doctorate in aeronautical engineering. 1979, he was a colonel in Israel's military intelligence. Um, he was the space director for Israel in 2007 during the spy satellite launch of the OFEC 7 and he retired in 2011, and he was described as, as Israel's father of Israel's space program, okay? So a little bit about this guy. This guy's no slouch, right? He's pretty accomplished. All right, I'm going to read you this quick little, little excerpt from an uh, NBC News article. A former Israeli space security chief has sent eyebrows shooting heavenward by saying Earthlings have been in contact with extraterrestrials from a galactic federation. Okay, not, not just like literally a galactic government, right? Mm-hmm. The unidentified flying objects have asked not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet. These are quotes from Hayam Shed. He says... Um oh the, the interview in Hebrew ran on Friday and gained traction after parts were published in English by the Jerusalem Post on Tuesday. Okay, a respected professor and retired general Ashed said the aliens were equally curious about humanity and were seeking to understand the fabric of the universe. Ashed said cooperation agreements had been signed between species, including an underground base in the depths of Mars. <laughs> Where there are American astronauts and alien representatives. Okay. Um, Ashed added that President Donald Trump was aware of the extraterrestrials' uh, existence and had been on the verge of revealing information, but was asked not to in order to prevent mass hysteria. In quotes, they have been waiting until today today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are, Ashed said. Referring to the Galactic Federation. Was another quote here. Although we have yet to find signs of extraterrestrial life, NASA is exploring the solar system and beyond to help us answer fundamental questions, including whether we are alone in the universe. Um, that's what a spokesperson for NASA said. So what do you guys think of that?
1: Well, is it, okay, the published publication, is it accurate? Is it, you know, like, what are we exactly looking at? Because it seems, whether or not, I didn't read the article, so I can't like fully. I mean,
2: I'm well, all just for so what artists.
0: I read you is from NBC News, which was also carried by Fox, CNN, um, all the major outlets, USA Today, New York Times.
2: That so seems the one thing I, the one thing I, sorry, I could not get it away from it. You were reading all of that, and you entered the way you said the guy's name at first got me, and I, Immediately, the first thought that went through my head is that name sounds fake. <laughs> there is no, I mean, no way that the guy is a name. Hi, I'm a shit. If you say it really fast, <laughs> it sounds like hi, I'm a shit.
1: <laughs> hi, hi as uh, a, hi as a, hi as shit. Are you sure it's not like a spoof joke article? No, <laughs> this was literally, you could watch the interview. Okay, that's that guy's
2: real name. I feel so bad for him.
1: Yeah, he's he's Israeli. So the the problem is like translation. So direct, you know, what whatever interpretation on translation between, so they could have got missed. Like when you say, because you said Galactic Federation or some shit, like that could have been in their language or translation that could have got.
0: Well, I would I would assume that all these news outlets that they run through their. This is what I'm saying. This is what the point I was getting at when the way these are, things are covered differently. These were these front page stories, right? That the news outlets, like these things get pretty vetted before they publish these things because news, news outlets hate retractions. That's like the one thing they don't want. So the fact that so many outlets use the term, you can do the research, use the term Galactic Federation, which I laughed out loud when I first read this and then I watched the interview. I literally laughed out loud. I thought it was hilarious because the fact that someone's out there saying who's a very accomplished person is out there saying there's a galactic federation. It's a, he even says in the article, he goes, and if I said this 10 years ago, I would be laughed out and be considered a crackpot. Well, but nobody really is now.
2: Well, the way I look at it, there's the mathematical probability that we are the only living species of in any form of intelligence in the universe is almost impossible this is there has to be something else out there
1: statistically speaking you would think so but then again like if you really dive into it like i don't even know like how to like do you ever question like the explanation of the universe and the expanding universe do you ever wonder if like maybe we got that all wrong it, it's like one of those things until you fully understand some things that look black and white might not be that at all you know like exactly i think i think a story like this like i i don't know like is the guy getting old and cracked out and senile is it a is it a legit thing like you you question it and you want to pull doubt because it's too much of a ridiculous thought to take on <laughs> yeah. galactic uh whatever federation. the fuck. federation <laughs> you start thinking men men in black immediately uh well, first but, thing i
2: thought was stargate but
1: or uh the fucking like there's a lot of weird shit going on and like but you know what you don't see you don't see any just clear-cut hd video of shit going down ever it's but always you're,
0: you're, you're kind of getting that now i mean obviously the, the the two videos that were leaked with the navy pilots like yeah those are grainy because the pilots were were in there but you're getting verification radar verification you're but getting that- speeds.
1: That That's an interesting point, too, though, like uh, the, the possibility of our equipment being faulty and giving us a misread. The whole uh, the whole chase for planet planet X was a misread. Like we we thought there was a planet pulling on um, what was a Neptune or whatever on the outskirts. And they found out they found Pluto. But then they realized Pluto didn't have enough gravitational pull to be fucking with the orbit of the other planet. Well, and then, yeah. So.
0: That was, that was like independent, like scientists. And that was like really pushed by a lot of like, like wishful. The government never came out and had that stance ever. The NASA never um, did.
1: So um, mm. what the fuck is his name? Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson or whatever. Uh, I think I said his name, right? Right. The fucking everyone knows who that fucking guy is. Yeah. Star talk or whatever. He brought up an interesting point about faulty, um, equipment and how like that's still a factor you got to consider to be scientifically correct but the other side of it too is do you believe that our government has the best scientists and the best you know best people for deciding whether or not we have alien life here or anything like that because like to my understanding the private sector would be more profitable so when you say well that was somebody independently doing something usually those are the more intelligent scientists behind something so
0: I question how do you you get funding you know (laughs) how do you get funding you gotta come with an exciting discovery
1: well that too but you you have to like i'm not saying it's not that but it's i have the hardest thing that i have imagining is like what are they doing here like would they really have any interest in what the fuck we do like when you come and look at the human species like they have the ability to travel and observe us. And th- like that guy said with the Federation thing, he was like, oh, they want to, like, they're really intre- int- interested in our existence or whatever the fuck it was. Like, what was the statement?
0: <coughs> uh, let me go back here. They
1: said... <coughs> Excuse me.
0: Uh, the end of... Uh, humanity is not ready yet. The... Da-da-da-da... Blah, 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 blah. They have been waiting until today for humanity to develop a reach stage. Uh, spaceships are... Yeah, there was something in there about um,
1: why they were here, or what they were looking for.
0: What? Uh, yeah, I mean, and obviously th- this is all very like respected uh, uh, seeking to understand the fabric of the... So, it looks like from what he's understanding is that they're looking the spirit of the article, what I understand from it is that It seems these beings are building a coalition to, to help each other understand the fabric of the universe. That seems to be the spirit of the whole thing.
1: So in our future generations, when we're trying to figure out more and more tech and get off our planet and whatever, we're still going to be at that moment where we're like, what's the meaning of life? Like we're almost seeing like the the 10,000 years in the future of humanity we still don't have those answers. And that's that would be our curiosity. This is like the equivalent of you uh, making a tiny drone and going and observing like ants existing. Like, that's how I picture. Well, this. I mean, not saying they wouldn't do it.
0: I think that's the easy way to put it right. Like, I think that's like that's the argument. A lot of people go to. But like expanding on that thought, what if we have. An element that they don't on this planet. What if what you know we talk about the nuclear technology? What if they don't have anything remotely close to nuclear technology, and they're very curious about it, and maybe that they've never discovered that before. Maybe that's something they're I interested. Get, I in. I guess
1: if you look at it from a point of view where that's as foreign as like light travel to us, right? Like right. Then then I guess that could hold some weight. But I just I, I kind of look at humans as kind of like these disgusting piece of shit. Animal, <laughs> well, animals <we> are. <laughs> that just don't, like if anything were a disease to our planet and everything like maybe maybe we're like the big fucking butt of the joke in the galaxy and like these aliens are going to capture a few of us and like sprinkle us on other planets so we destroy other planets for people like we're the ultimate weapon or something like I mean, that
2: if, if you think about it from this perspective though wouldn't that be the very human thing to do right (laughs) if if the tables were turned around as to why they're why they're here if we found if we were more advanced and we found life on another planet don't you think somebody would try to monetize that somehow i think uh, yeah i mean we're just gonna go down there and mess with them and film it and this is your new form of entertainment (laughs)
0: I mean, here's the problem with all this is that no matter what we come up with, we're thinking like humans, right? Like, you know, may, it could be that they, they're they just fascinated that we have empathy and like feelings and love and things like that. Maybe they don't. Who knows? I mean, it's it's this whole, you know, everyone talks about, well, you know, we have to, you know, scientifically, I know I'm I, I know I'm not a very big Neil deGrasse Tyson fan. I, I, I think I think he's. I think he's full of shit sometimes. I think he's really good at sounding smart, but like we talked about the scientific method. I mean, yeah, let's focus on faulty equipment or whatever else. Well, let's also focus on the, the human element, which is full of flawed errors in general. I mean, if we want to get real philosophical about it, I mean, the fact that if if these beings are, you know, why, why would they want to do with us? It's like, look, we have no idea. We have no clue, none whatsoever. What I do know is this, is that if we can track a missile coming from one side of the earth to the other, and the Pentagon's out confirming that for five years that we have radar, infrared, visual, satellite, information. So the only time we're going to have faulty equipment for five years is time when we're tracking things that we don't understand i take on bridge with that, that.
1: That, that. All right. That's that's a fair, uh, and
2: that's a fair, fair approach. Comes, the other thought, though, is too, is like if they don't think we're ready to talk to them yet or they don't want to really deal with us at this moment, I can completely understand that. Because I, I thought of this while we were talking. To them, with their advanced technology and their advanced ways of thinking, if we're just going to suppose that, it would be like taking yourself to a kid's only birthday party of like three or four years old and then locking yourself down in a room with them and trying to participate.
0: <laughs> I get what you're saying. Uh, well, even,
2: it'd be even worse than
1: that. It would be like, uh, but yeah, on, on the same lines, like, yeah, I I get, I get your point. But is it that like, are they intelligent? How are they here? Maybe they like the, you know, all the different theories, like we're seeing these things. Maybe our tech caught up to the point where like, we're seeing the ocean that we haven't discovered yet. And that's like part of that. You know, these tic-tac things are yeah. flying out of the water and they've always been doing it, but now like, we're just getting better we're at seeing, seeing
0: it now. And that could be, and maybe they're not intelligent at all. <laughs> yeah, just... Maybe, these, maybe these things are like leftover, like robot drones. Maybe they're empty. Maybe yep. they're like from a civilization, maybe just like leftover robot drones or something well see
1: they, i I like the drone theory probably the best because that makes more sense. You're not gonna send live it depends how deep this goes now, let's say it is like men in black style and like Mars is a secret base, and all this crazy shit like <laughs> i it, 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 so wouldn't it, i I wouldn't be surprised either way at this point in my in my life like if it was like as deep as that or as shallow as they're fucking like the ocean's farting and we're just capturing the fucking bubble floating in the air. But I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think I'm going to, do you guys think this is somehow linked to faith and religion at all? No. If they are real?
1: No, no. I mean,
0: I'm I'm sure any kind
1: of theorists would tie all that together, but I, I don't have like any, are you saying like in in certain times back in our earlier histories, like interactions with them, and then like are well, you going off the ancient yeah, alien
0: Yeah, I mean, well, maybe ancient aliens, or maybe like these are our creators, or things. Do you guys believe in anything like that?
1: I'm not. I, I'm not in or out of it. I'm just
0: kind of like, no.
1: uh, tell me more. <laughs> you know, like that's about <laughs> it.
0: Interesting. So yeah, I mean. I don't know. Like, and again, I want this stuff. I'm on the camp where I want this stuff to be true so bad because it just fascinates me. Since I was a kid, I would always like, I get anxiety when I like look up at space half the time because I just, you guys ever do that? Like, you just, you have like those moments of like (laughs) waves of realization where you're just like, holy shit, I'm on this little pebble in the middle of like a vacuum of nothing. And it's just, it's kind of scary. Like, it's like when you're riding in a really, like, really, your friend's like hoopty. That feels like it's going to fall apart, but he's driving like a hundred miles an hour. And you don't know if you're going to survive that ride. Like, I feel like that on earth sometimes. And you realize like, this is a really unstable vehicle we're in. And there's just this whole world of shit out there, you know, and, and who knows. And, you know, our UFOs are aliens. What we picture in our heads or what, what they actually are. I mean, they could be just like a floating matter of like GAC, (laughs) doesn't speak and they're really boring and they don't do anything (laughs) I mean it could Uh, be that or they could look just like us I mean who knows I hope uh well a lot of you know
1: the weird thing is the consistency of like the big head little body kind of thing you know like Mm. different cultural histories have kind of drawn them that way and then like you kind of look at the I don't know. That seems to be an accepted way. And like when you think about evolution and you put that to the test and you think about how we would progress or whatever, like, you know, it almost makes sense. There would be a uniform color. There'd be, you know, excess brain capacity because we, you know, all this. uh, Think about the cell phone that we use every day and and all the tech that we use nowadays, day to day lives, uh, the internet, the, you know, video calling. Like, this wasn't a fucking possibility 20 years ago. Evolution adapts to an environment. So if you're tying more and more into stuff like this, does that mean it has your body has to cellular cellularly I can't talk develop Celery. Celery. It has to sell, <laughs> grow vegetables. No, it has to expand in that direction. You know what yeah. I mean? Do you kinda of get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we, no, we yeah. do, we're not as hairy as we used to be because we started wearing clothes. We're not as aggressive anymore because we we uh learn to work with tools as, and, and tools, yeah, things
0: to be passive, yeah,
1: so i'm I believe in evolution, and I think that would throw, oh yeah, you know, the religious thing kind of out the door, I mean it is possible that they fast tracked it like they showed up here, and they're like, oh, they're almost there, we just gotta spruce it up here, and they dropped a couple early humans here to fucking fuck up the. I don't know, the process or speed it along because I'm not against that theory either necessarily that like they came here early on to like get us ready for something else. And then they're going to like they need us to do something. Then they're going to show up and just take us out and move in. Yeah. But I think they missed that boat because like we went past the good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're yeah, pre- I mean- prepping a meal and you left it in the oven too long where that fucking burnt pizza <laughs> still here. You could eat it. <laughs> you could, but...
0: Well, and, and the thing is, too, it's like, you know, it, it is, maybe this goes into simulation theory a little bit. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that at all. But, a little um, bit. You, you know, it's almost as if you, you almost wonder, like, does every living sentient being go through this progress of evolution where we're obviously on track to destroy ourselves? And that just may be the next step into evolution. when we start developing things like AI and super AI and, and, and things like that, and, and possibly that's what these aliens are. Or maybe they're just computers or machines or something like that. You know, on the track of, you look at like the theoretical tracks of artificial intelligence. I'm not sure how that ends. I don't have a theory on how that ends well, you know, in order for us to reach that stage of enlightenment I'm talking about humanity in its traditional form. I don't see how humanity in its current form gets to that point of enlightenment just because of what. Well, look at, I mean, look at our history as humans. Things had gotten better to a point You know we were barbaric but we go through these cycles Where we go through historically We go through a dark age And then we come out enlightened a little bit We go through a dark age and we come out enlightened a little bit And every time it's a little more dramatic Right World War II was pretty fucking awful Now I think we're due For something even more crazy The the, the connection I'm making to UFOs is this Is that They're Very possibly maybe much, 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 much older civilizations out there than us. And do all living sentient beings go through the same natural progression of evolution, where you go from a thinking living breathing organism to the point where you destroy yourself and become something. Is it our destiny to become essentially immortal? And I think that's the only way how you do it. As far as we understand nature is to Really become machines or something other than just a biological form. Weird.
1: You just, you fucking hurt my head, man.
0: <laughs> you fucking just, <laughs> we're all trying to be machines. Oh. <laughs> I mean, did. look, at, I mean, but you, you spawned me on that when you talked about the phone and we're video yeah. chatting now, and more and more our actual. You know, even with COVID, we're now attuning ourselves to go through these computers and, and and internet and stuff even more. That's how we communicate. You know, I don't even need to go visit you <laughs> anymore because this is it. Like it's been, it's been years. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm fine with it.
1: <laughs> Me too. No, it's it it's fucked up uh, to, when you put it that way because it's like you got to take it you take it down the road, you start looking at the different avenues, like evolution, like will lead you down. Like where, where do you go from uh, where we started as like a little fucking fish tadpole in the water to land and then mammal and to, you know, all the things we had to slowly adapt and change and all this stuff. But you know, the thing is we probably won't get there because we'll, we're too destructive now. So we're never going to get to that enlightened stage of fully, to that point. I think like, well,
2: well, unless there actually are aliens because it's, (laughs) it's Mike's just from what you were talking about evolution. The evolution seems to thrive under competition. And when you're at the top of the food chain or the top organism, you have nothing to compete against. There's no reason for you to evolve or change. Oh boy. Unless
0: your competition is yourself. And maybe that's the final, the final evolution. Dum dum
2: dum.
0: We're not stoned.
1: <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I, we going down the rabbit hole of like alien existence. It's. I was like. I. It is very human of me to like just analyze. Like, why would they be here? What do they want? What are they going for? What is the The end goal, you said it could be a ball of jelly, could be fucking aliens. Maybe these spaceships we're seeing have, like, goop in them, and it's just knowledgeable, undestructible goop. goop. Really smart goop. (laughs) Really smart goop that you can't destroy no matter what. It's dog shit. But, I mean, you're you're, you're going down the rabbit hole of, like, you know, what's the meaning of life? And, like, is it to become AI, you know, sentient, like, become, like, tied into it or whatever? Like, Neuralink is already like in production and like being looked at. They're going to put ch- uh, I'm excited about it and terrified because it's a technology that p- uh, potentially could take away like chronic pain. You just go in there and program like, "Oh no, that area doesn't hurt anymore." And then you no longer have pain. Right, right. Which is extremely important to me because of my family dynamic, but yeah. like like that stuff sounds awesome, but then you think about You know, when you start thinking about what's that movie with Johnny Depp that was out a few few years ago, Transcendence or whatever, like you upload your fucking soul onto a goddamn iPhone. and
0: That's immortality, man. I mean, shit. That's the shit I'm talking about. I mean, Neuralink, I mean, what what did Google just announce this this past year about uh, quantum computing? Mm -hmm. It's something I can't even wrap my head around, right? It's It's computing at the quantum level, and it's amazing. And that's what you need to develop. You know, we have artificial intelligence; it's all around us. But super AI is what is is the end all be all. You have something like Neuralink in you. That don't tell me there's going to be Wi-Fi capability. I mean, it, it's it's terrifying. Uh, that stuff is terrifying because it literally could mean the end of human existence.
2: Well, it's, it's not but, only that. Go ahead. Just think of it like that, though. Too. I mean, I have a thing in my pocket that I gives me access to all the world's knowledge at any given point. And at the same time, the second I bought this thing, it was already obsolete. Yeah. So you're talking about like neural links and possibly like computer or machine enhancement of human beings, essentially cyber genetics. Yes cyberization of the human race which in theory is good but at the same time if you're going to permanently add something into your body the second you put it in they've already invented something better than it
0: right and that's, that's right. Exactly you gotta wait it.
2: you gotta hold out for that
1: third fourth generation of the tech though
0: <laughs> well i but, but i don't think people realize once once you have an ai that can learn right you don't. You can't stop it. It's game over. It's it's over because you you can't. And the the it, what, just what Scott was saying is that we think the progression of technology is bad. Now it's going to learn how to develop cancer, right? Or how to uh, cure cancer? Develop cancer. <laughs> it's gonna learn, learn how to give everyone cancer. The robot develops cancer in its own self <laughs> and dies. <laughs> we had one chance to save everybody the thing killed itself it smoked what was that? So it
1: smoked too much and got cancer oh
0: dear god the AI decided just wanted to smoke weed <laughs> i'm sorry sorry, but
1: there's probably gonna be just as many that funny ass stories to go with this like when you have free thinking robots like some of them are gonna be dirtbags you know
0: (laughs) oh yeah for sure the ones that were developed by like hp instead of dell yeah yeah yeah. so (laughs) but um yeah the the progression of talk it'll be like today we solved cancer and then tomorrow it's like but we don't need humans because they're imperfect
1: that's also the human way of thinking about robotics too though we always go to that for years it's oh it'll decide that we're bad for the earth and blah 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 but then you have the rules of robotics and all that shit and that's supposed to be the safety net but think think about this i I, there's lawnmowers and vacuums that you can purchase now that take care of your business there's dishwashers there's like all this crazy you, you go back 30 years you don't have this shit and it's it's weird even think that that's a possibility but anytime we try to like guess where technology is going to go we've been wrong consistently historically you look at like where you think computers are going go, well if you want a supercomputer it's got to be the size of a house it's like no it yeah. fits in your fucking. it could be in your thumb you know little fucking chip um tv technology and all that kind of stuff like where, that, where that's going to vr video games all this stuff goes in a direction that we never really quite understand at the first stages of it so I think because we're getting a little bit more intelligent and we've stumbled across what we are calling UFOs and these existence of this new thing. I don't think we have it right because whenever we look at something like this, something new at face value, we don't get it right later on. It's like a misunderstanding or a... a
0: I mean, I I think to a point, I I think too, but as far as like physical inventions, I think you're right. But I think the actual... Fear, I think there's plenty of people who warned about internet um usage in the beginning and what it was becoming now no one no no one could understand what the internet would have become, but the dangers of technology I think were are pretty relevant or are pretty self evident in itself, like we don't we know that our lack of empathy now is due to Screen time, you know, and that was always a fear. And now it's, we don't have a choice. And this goes to Scott's point. We don't really have a choice but to quickly create super AI. Because why? Well, we can't let China do it first. We can't let Russia do it first. So we that's what worries me is that we don't even have time because of competition, we don't have time to even think these things through. So, and I know we're kind of getting off track. We're more talking about AI than we are um, UFOs, but I think it's all related, honestly, because the discovery of you'd almost have to, some sort of super intelligence would have to be present for them to even make the trek here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, what if, what if, what if they're, uh, I don't fucking know. I don't know. (laughs) It's too much. It's too much to contemplate. I can't, I can't fucking do it. It's scary, too. It fucking scares the shit out of me. I'll admit that right now I I get so freaked out when I think about aliens like a creepy little even if it's a big pussy like it comes into my living room it's just Uh, Like E.T. E.T. three, maybe four foot tall (laughs) E.T. Just if he came into my room in my basement right now and just like started waltzing towards me I would probably just puke and fall over like I couldn't (laughs) I wouldn't be able I wouldn't be able to defend myself I wouldn't be able to defend myself against this pathetic alien. That's just I don't know. Like, it's terrifying to me. I fucking hate aliens, even though I don't know them. I don't know much about them. I've never seen one. I never, but they freak me out, man. And maybe it's the fear of the unknown. Maybe it's, um, I don't know. But like, when you start going down the, the, the rabbit hole of whether or not we're at the cusp of seeing alien life. I want to believe that they're real and I want to understand what's going on. But on the same side of things, you're not seeing more clear cut stuff from just day to day people that are out and about. With their cell phones. So many people have a cell phone right now that can capture footage of all this kind of well, stuff. And all we ever see are lights right. in the sky and fucking uh, nothing
0: concrete. I wanted to address that, too. That's why something I forgot to address. So, I mean, basically, I think we had a, a phenomenon of two things that happened, right? I think people need to separate what, like, all the abduction stories that were going on in the 90s, right? Everyone got fucking anal probed, it seemed, in the 90s. It was, like, the thing to do to go get your butt checked by an alien. And then that died off. And then the lights, you know, that the two thousands, the lights were like the big thing, I think in American culture, and it it bled into the European countries a little bit. um, Especially the UK, they have a lot of UFO sightings. I think you had this culture of that, like the, I will call it the Bigfoot syndrome where after Roswell became a thing, it captivated everybody. Now, whatever happened at Roswell, uh, there, there's a lot of. I don't know if you believe in like you know what Bob Lazar has to say and and things like that. I don't know if you guys ever ever no, searched I, yeah, or no. watched. Sure, sure. Yeah, was, Bob Lazar is. I personally think his story is legit. Um, and there's reasons to not think it is. It's really it's it's like you have to believe this guy or you don't. Um, I know Joe Rogan had him on and it was pretty compelling.
1: Yeah, he likes him. He, he's, he totally fucking believes him. But then there's always that question of like, well, what are you seeing? What are you understanding of? Because right. it's not concrete. It's not like Alien came up and hugged me and direct. It, it's always something else like weird, This fast traveling. that.
0: that- if, if that technology was under our understanding and control or anybody on this planet. The world would be completely different if what he's saying is true and there isn't this element 116 and that it's under a stable environment. It controls gravity because that's how these ships move. They don't use any sort of propulsion or that, that we understand that literally it takes and it bends time in front of it and pulls. And that's how this goes from point A to point B. There's no propulsion which is in line with what you're seeing now because they're not seeing any exhaust heat or anything coming from these crafts they are just moving at ridiculous speeds and going from point A to point B, like no problem. They actually engaged in one of our, in the, the confirmed Pentagon uh, documents, they engaged uh, with our uh, uh, jet fight, our fighter jets and they said they they the two pilots said they there was nothing they could do to even get around this thing. Yeah, it, it outmaneuvered them at every point. It was just it was it was like child's play. And so if, if what Bob Lazar says too, true that that okay he doesn't know what he's looking at I he, that's apparent. But if it's something that the government's doing, I man the either the government would have us all locked down under their control or we'd be living in a utopia society because with that technology, what you could do with it is endless. If you can warp gravity, I mean, come on. So that that's that's what I'm saying. It's like you kind of have to take all of it or none of it. You know, it's like it's so weird. But what I was going back to is that, that I think the phenomenon with, with the Bigfoot effect is that, or Bigfoot syndrome is that I think americana started going nuts with ufo stuff and people started doing all this whack stuff when there was really something maybe concrete there and it got muddled and that's why all the ufo community was just laughed at and because it's full of fucking nut jobs and people who are just making stories up and that's kind of how a lot of those things go though they always start off with
1: uh yeah a few trinklets but there are there i, I don't remember the names there's like some really old school couple that got adu- abducted, and like a bunch of credible people in this so- uh, society. I forget, um, I forget the whole story behind it, but they have like their abduction story is like chilling when you hear it because it just like I'm sure they all do, but it comes from a place of like just complete like makes sense everything. All the all the tees are crossed, all the I's are dotted, like a real. I'm paraphrasing this whole thing horribly. Like I don't know the details on the story. I can't remember the names, but there is a story out there that is like extremely compelling. It was on Joe Rogan though. A lot of the, a lot of my alien knowledge actually comes from his fucking show. He's got a lot
0: of good stuff on there though. I mean, he's one of the only ones that we're talking about it. You know. Yeah.
2: To circle back, you said this Galactic Federation is not ready. Like humanity is not ready to know about them. Jared, you're talking about being paranoid about it. Josh is just really excited about it. And I can understand if they were around but decided humans aren't ready to know about them. Because if anything was proven over the past year is that the movie Men in Black actually was right. People are dumb and panicky. And the second something new comes out, there's just going to be a mad dash and mass hysteria. All all the toilet toilet paper paper is gone. I was just gonna say that. One little report that some factory wasn't gonna be able to make the cores that toilet paper go on, and there were (laughs) madmen out there with three carts full of Charmin, screaming at the top of their lungs because somebody wanted one pack.
0: The fucking aliens were probably like, "All right, you guys ready? These guys are ready to go." (laughs) And then they looked down, they saw what was happening. Like, nope. (laughs) <laughs> no pull it back.
2: I'm no, no, fucking no, putting re- gasoline yes. into plastic bags again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was good too. Yes. The fucking gas shortage. I mean, yes, we are we are panicky in general. We are fucking but it, it's like as much as we don't want to agree to it or think about it, we're we're so hive mind when it comes to like some basics, you know, like what, do you, what did you all think when that toilet paper shortage was going on? At first you were thinking, wow, this is pretty fucking stupid. But then the next time you were in the grocery store, you're like, oh shit, thanks to those fucking idiots, now I have to get toilet paper oh, yeah, just, just in case. And we effect. all did it. I know each one of you fucking bought more toilet paper than you needed because of well, other I people couldn't. buying too too much toilet paper. So because of that, we all contributed to the same fucking toilet paper shortage, whether we wanted to or not. <laughs> but that's how dumb humanity is. Like, we're just like, cause you're not going to, you're not going to stand on that hill on your own and just shit and dig it in your hand. And just that's like, no, I refuse to buy more than I need. And like, well, I just went out and bought three seashells. So I was fine. Yeah. yeah there you go. Little <laughs> recalls. Yeah, yeah. What, what if, uh, <laughs> why didn't anybody buy a tushy? Like a fucking bidet. Like, you know, I should have saved. that.
0: <laughs> what if that's the one message the aliens give us? Like you, you need to stop using toilet paper. And that's it.
1: Yeah, like if you stop using topper, you will evolve so much faster. What? <laughs> Would we do it? You have nope. to let shit cake into your butt crack. That's why you have a butt. <laughs> your butt crack is designed is designed to catch and cake that up, so it no longer is a crack, and then you can <laughs> swim faster. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. But anyway, well, before before we get way off track and before we end this this uh, podcast, I have to hear your fucking Mm. story i need to hear it i think it's uh i hope it's as good as the rumors that i heard around it so
0: (laughs) yeah so basically i'll tell you guys what happened it was me and i have there's uh three other witnesses involved and um this is one of the reasons why after this happened to me i was kind of like all about the ufo thing right and i was i was uh jesus what was i a junior in high school
1: can I can I interrupt really
0: quickly? Yeah.
1: Did, okay. Because of your experience, before we get too far into the story, are you a, because of this experience in your life was this what made you one hundred percent a believer? No. Okay. Okay, carry on.
0: No, I. It took me years to get you more on because I didn't know what this was. But anyway, so. Um, we were about sophomores in high school, and there was like a couple girls that were going to meet meet us down by the beach. And this is in Two Rivers, Wisconsin. Um, so there's this little uh, state forest, and there's a beach down there. It's pretty secluded, and it's a great spot to hang out with females, right? And uh, so we go down there with the girls or whatever, and we're hanging out at this beach. And there's you know there's no one around, and where you can see where Two Rivers is, if anybody is going to pull up a map while uh, listening to this. If you, the the Trivers is a little bump out in Wisconsin, right? Just below the thumb and where you're looking, you can actually see the city of Sheboygan's uh, like smokestacks. You can see where the city of Sheboygan is from where you are in two rivers. So if you have a map, that's helpful. So basically we're sitting out, it's a very clear night. It's a July, July summer night. And the girls had to go home or whatever and I know we had a bunch of Swisher sweets. We're like, well, we're gonna stay here and smoke these because we're we're awesome. And we're smoking our Swisher sweets and just talking, whatever. And it, it was a beautiful night. I mean, I couldn't even I can't even express what an awesome night it was. It was that nice, cold summer breeze, and it was like seventy out, windy. And we noticed I I was I was the first one to notice there was like these just two two uh, lights white lights out over you can the moonlight was pretty clear and you could see it shining on the lake so everything was really illuminated quite well and so i could see it on the horizon of where the water would have been and these two lights were sitting right what it seemed to be near sheboygan and then all of a sudden with a blink of an eye the uh the lights went (laughs) right in front of us probably about if I were to guesstimate maybe four miles five miles out in front of us but it went from by Sheboygan to in front of us which would be what do you think that is Jared about 30 miles or so yeah in a matter of I don't know a second which I was like whoa like that was fucking weird and I'm like did you see this and the other guys are kind of looking like it's a boat And I'm like, no, no, that's, that's really weird. And the lights were getting a little bit brighter and brighter and brighter and they were coming closer and the wind kind of changed. And I don't know now at this point I'm heightened. My sensitivity is heightened. I'm a little, a little, um, you know, concerned. I wasn't like scared yet, but it was these lights when something like that's coming close to you with no sound, you start wondering like, what, what is this? And it got, I would say to the point, it got maybe about a a mile in front of us. And then we all stood up and then we knew something was going on because we all stood up and it was like that kind of like, we all kind of had a hand on like our backpacks and we're just kind of like staring. And then all of a sudden it came closer. And I remember, again, it's the, the, I remember the wind picking up, but it, that could have just been my paranoia or just like I'm, I'm focusing on the wind now and it got to a point, maybe it was 400 feet in front of us. And, and, and it was, it was still, I know it wasn't on the water, but then what got us was these two lights that were here. A, a third light came on in the middle of the two and began to strobe. And that was it. Like we freaked the fuck out. We grabbed our eggs and we started running through the forest and like we're tripping over. And I, I specifically remember I fell over a branch as we're running and lights were shining through the woods. And I w- was so scared to the point where I actually believed that I was going to be abducted at this point because I was convinced it was like a UFO. Now I'll get to back to the point where I don't like, I wasn't quite convinced then. And we ran, no joke, and I know my mother could attest to this and Dave Powell, who's maybe some people who watch this are familiar with, could attest to this. We ran basically from there all the way to my house on 45th Street. You know, it's quite a hike, Jared. <laughs> and Holy we, we shit. Ran, yeah, we got to my parents' house at like 2 in the morning and we were just freaking just we were scared. And I slept on it and time went on and I was like, I kept doing this thing back and forth in my head. Like, was, was it, was it just some stupid coast guard boat? Like, was it, but there was no noise. And I, I, I struggled with this for years. And then I went on this whole thing, like UFOs are bullshit. They're not real. Yada, yada. And then I had a dream about it. um, Probably about in my mid twenties, I had a dream. And I like relived it. And I remember it all. Like I, I remember everything, all the things I saw. And it just like reaffirmed. I woke up from that dream, going, "No, that I remember that happening. Like that happened." And kind of since then, I was just like, "Okay." And and I've always kind of looked to see. That's why I'm so excited about this new information coming out. And as far as like the government starting to confirm these things, is that holy shit. And what I really got excited about was. That it seems they're they're interested in nuclear power now those who who under know where two rivers is what's over there, right We got two the nuclear nuke plants. Nuc- two nuke plants right over there, and they seem to now go in the water, so I find that and uh, exactly how it moved from point a to point b is kind of in line with. What these yep. reports are, so that really pumped me up when I saw it because I I needed an explanation for this this weird thing that happened. But yeah, that's my story.
1: So is is Dave just just as convinced as you are? Is he
0: like I haven't talked to him about it in probably fifteen years, <laughs> but I I think well not fifteen years maybe like what ten years or so, and I th- I think he, last I knew he was pretty convinced by it. So we'll have to ask him.
1: Yeah, that uh that gave me chills, man. Like I, I don't think I don't think I like I said, like if I if I was there at that moment, like I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how I could like how you could have went to bed.
0: <laughs> after I, I, that. honestly, honestly I, I, I couldn't for a little a couple days. The, the I know nice another about, oh go ahead, sorry. The,
2: the nice thing about yours though is at least you had someone else there to corroborate what you saw so you know yeah. you know for a fact that you at least saw something and it wasn't just in your head it was I, enough to make I you guys I, run i thought i saw a ufo when i was a kid yeah but i was by myself in the backyard staring up at the sky because i was a weird kid
0: <laughs> sounds like a scott <laughs> thing to do
2: <laughs> and i'm scared. kind of the same thing you said like there's You're used to seeing planes and stuff go overhead, so you're kind of used to what you see. And then you see something up in the sky, and it's moving normally, and then all of a sudden, whoosh, it's somewhere else. Right. And everything everything that you know about the world, the way it reacts, if you've ever thrown a baseball, you understand inertia. That something can't just go from one point of your vision to the other point almost instantaneously yeah. in the real world if you're actually watching it, but for years i I still question to this day if what I saw was actually what I saw, or if I was just imagining something.
0: Yeah, and I struggle with that. I still struggle with that sometimes. I mean, after that dream I had where I relived it, I was like, yeah, that happened. But I still even struggle with certain details like, was it that bad? Because I'm okay. I'm okay now. But we all ran. We, ra- we had fear. We ran for some reason. And it's, it's, it's a very strange feeling. I don't know. The, the details
1: that kind of freak me out is like you said, there's no sound. But yeah, you felt Mm-mm. the wind pick up. You know, the flashing light in the center, and the the weird thing is uh, the the lights. The lights is a weird thing though, because I feel like I feel like these uh, latest things that are showing up, they don't really have like lights with them,
0: right? They're not. It seems to be right. Yeah, it seems to be the the case, but I don't know.
2: It's my understanding of. It's just my understanding, man. I don't know whole lot but my understanding of the way energy works though is any significant source of energy typically produces some form of radiation right and typically the radiation that we perceive is just a visible light
0: i mean yeah i mean who knows i mean maybe they have the ability to Maybe they wanted to be seen or, you know, maybe it was, uh, they were going to do something fucking weird out there that would have affected us and they kind of shoot us away. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. It's God. like, I don't know. And it's it, strange.
2: And it's, there's also the possibility if they are real, that their eyes don't work the same way that ours do. Yeah. Birds yeah. and certain other animals can see things that we can't see. Right.
0: That's a weird yeah, thing you can too. See different you, types of light. You're describing like birds, something that was have,
2: like, I'm not, like, put it this way: birds have the ability to perceive many more colors than humans do. There's a possibility that maybe our eyes—I'm just spitballing here—but there's a possibility that maybe our eyes are picking up on something that these things are doing that they might not even be able to see. They might think it just looks like a normal, like a normal airplane to us.
0: Yeah, I mean, sky's the limit. <laughs> I mean, you name it; it could, they they could maybe only see our farts, like they can't smell them, but they can see them. I mean, you name it; it, it could be anything. That's that's how unknown this is. All right, uh, all right.
1: That was pretty good, guys. <laughs> That was, t- I'm, I'm actually uncomfortable. I'm, I'm physically uncomfortable. I, uh, like I said, I saw Starlink last year and that was pretty scary to just see a, a bunch of lines going, a bunch of dots going across the sky and i not understanding what it was. Um, so I couldn't imagine what the fuck it'd be like being on the beach at night as a kid and having fucking lights flying at me. <laughs> but uh i'm glad you shared that story i i still am not sure i i do believe there is i believe there's other life beyond earth for sure that is 100 i guarantee it yeah Yeah. whether or not they're intelligent life out there that remains to be seen yet to me in my opinion whether or not what we're seeing is actually from another planet remains to be seen the ocean's still got a lot of possibilities there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on in the world you know you don't know what who's making what how when or why you know like we got cell phones and cell phone technology and it's it's grown it's grown incredibly fast over the last like 10 years but who's to say that they didn't have a cell phone 25 years ago that could do something that finally became like day to day use for everyone else you know
2: and who knows it might not even be aliens it It might actually it might actually it's like there's parts of the ocean we've never explored before could be it's another civilization do. that lives underneath the ocean atlantis I mean, the is the velocity of atlantis maybe it's aquaman just coming around to screw with us it's fucking gary Busey.
1: <laughs> oh Every, god I, I, he explains I'd everything be so upset it's just him like they open up the tic tac he's just yeah. like oh. <laughs> 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 I, didn't, I didn't do it all right guys we're gonna i'm gonna Okay, thank you for that creepy talk of aliens and AI tech. Scott, thank you for joining us on this episode. And next episode is going to be on Ghost, so make sure you guys catch that one, all right? Goodbye, (laughs) y'all.